You are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. This is your girl Yazzie Speaks on Millennial Minds. This evening, we have a dynamic duo. They are Deontay and Lamika, the Carols Ever After. Hey guys! What's good? What's good? What's good? How are y'all doing? By the way, they are have been recently engaged and they will tell their story. So start off telling us who you are and where you're from. I let the lady go first. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, this is Lamika. Um, I am a DC native, uh, born and raised in the area southeast, south southeast. Southeast. Um, and I have spent a great deal of time growing up in the church. My dad's a pastor, um, one of three amazing siblings, um, but I definitely am quite a PK. Um, I'm also a mom. I'm also a divorcee. I'm mm-hmm. also a firm believer in Christ. Jesus is my homeboy. Hey. Um, <laughs> Shout out to um, Jesus. <laughs> I love love. I love black love. I love black enterprise. I love you know, just seeing our people, you know, grow together, move together, you know, community and all that great stuff. There's a lot of things that I love. I'm a big fan of love in all of his forms. I know that's right. Yes. And I am Deontay Curl. I am engaged. She's wonderful. I wish y'all could see a beautiful woman, black woman, all this melanin popping as Jay yes, said earlier. Yes. Uh, but I'm also a father, also a divorcee, uh, dad to Deontay Jr. and Nigel Curl. Um, also an author, preacher, mm-hmm. work with juveniles. Uh, I got yeah. I got a lot going on, yeah. and so we're just here with Yaz telling our story yeah. and you know documenting our journey to marriage. I think it's so beautiful. You simple. Aww. Y'all should be on the <laughs> Oprah's uh, Black Love series. Black Love. Yeah, you should write to her. You hear this? Oprah? You should Oprah, write to her. Listen, you should do I it. Think, I, I heard you got a house here, Oprah. Come holler at us. Instagram. <laughs> yes. So the city is small. The city Tell is small. And I'm also a counselor. I'm and she's like, a counselor. I'm a counselor. Listen, this therapeutic woman over here. I she, love I it. I love she. it. I love it. Gets me through the rough days of life sometimes. Aww. And that's important. Right? Very that's important. important. You should always want to have somebody that's going to help you, you know, counsel you. Yeah. Like somebody that's going to that's gonna be that sacred space mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, that's a haven that you mm-hmm. can go to, mm-hmm. that you can confide in. Right? That's very important, man, to mm-hmm. know that. You can. She's like that safety deposit yeah. box that you can just deposit truth, deposit yeah. your fears. You know, we we'll always talk about women being, you know, able to trust a man or what have you. But what happens when the man, mm. you know, a man should be able to have a woman that he can yeah. trust too, right? To where he can tell, like, babe, I'm scared, or babe, I got mm-hmm. some fears and concerns. Mm-hmm. You know, if she and it, he should be able to trust her enough mm-hmm. to be able to say, you know what, I know you're scared, but God got you. You the man. You know, yeah. he's my right. Superman and yeah. my Clark Kent. Right. Right. Yeah. Everybody can see Superman, but not everybody can see Clark Kent. Everybody and so when you find that woman that can deep. see that, that Clark Kent, man, you got the human side. You got yeah. Yeah. And that's what she is to me. So Aww. that's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, on that note, tell yeah. us how you met. And I know you both might have your own version. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but how you met originally, because you all met yeah. previously. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us that and then we'll circle back to, you know, you want to tell the quick version is that we met. um, We met in church. I was um, home from college. My dad had just become, I think, the pastor Mm -hmm. um, at his his uh, church that he originally grew up. He was visiting. Okay. He was visiting at the time. And my dad just who was visiting. Uh, I was visiting. My mom still goes. She was still going at the time. Okay. Christian Fellowship Baptist Church, 1608 Arcadia (laughs) Avenue. (laughs) Right behind the Johnny Boy. You should know it. 
yes. dentistry, yeah. you know what I'm yep. saying? <laughs> so you were visiting your yeah. the church you the grew church up that I grew in. Up in. Yeah. Right. And, and I was a member. I had just I had recently joined yeah, as a member Because the pastor that started the church had passed away. Okay. And her dad and your came, dad her dad became her dad became the new right. pastor. Oh wow. So he was visiting his I was visiting his, my, his family home where I grew church, up. Right? I got he grew you. up. So right? he wasn't a member there. And I never forget what she yeah. had on. She had on the, the green sweater, white shirt, sleeves rolled up, green skirt. She was slim. Is that true? Yeah, I, actually, yeah. I do. Yes, yeah. that is one of my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. fit it no more because you know I'm blessed and highly favored. Amen, amen. But you know what I mean. Thick yeah. save lives. And she, and she, and she, and her <laughs> locks. She, she had a lot. Her locks were yeah. short. Uh-huh. She had Baby just started locks, them like a, so like a year before, yeah. I think. And I never forget when I met her. Well, when I saw her, I was sitting next to my mother. I was like, I said, Ma, who is that? She was like, Oh, that's uh, Reverend Robinson's daughter. And my exact words was, She's cute. Uh-huh. And mind you, this is before I met my ex-wife. You know, this is before all of that. And, yeah. and every time I saw so her, how many years ago was that? This was like going on eleven years now. Yeah, about eleven wow. years ago. Yeah, oh, this okay. is be- so. The context of that is this is before. All the rest of our life happens. So yeah. we're both young at this point. We're not married. I'm in college. I think he just graduated. So high we're like school. 21, 22. Like I was in, late I was teens, in, early twenties yeah. okay. type thing. You know, yeah, I was like, in my we, late we, teens. we were, we were, yeah, yeah. We were, you were in your late teens. I was in my late he was teens. In his oh, you guys were like We're just, we're just a couple of years apart. Yeah. yeah. And so I was, yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, I, know I think I had just time. started college, maybe a year yeah. into college or so. Okay, mm-hmm. and you know. so did you all connect then? No. no. Okay, we just kind of no. noticed. I, I he 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 recalls that moment, and I recall briefly briefly looking up at look sitting in the choir loft because I sing, um, and I was directing. I remember looking at my program and looking up, and I randomly because our church is small, you mm-hmm. know, small intimate family church. I remember looking up and seeing a young person. I was like, who is that? I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't see that. You know, you know what I mean, right? I was yeah. like, oh, Trust it's me. a young person in here. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, 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 hey. And it's a newer, you know, past, pastorship. So, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out and get to know people. So I was like, oh, who, I wonder who that is. Because I'd never seen him before and I've been there for, you know, a while now. And so, mm-hmm. you know, then somebody explained. And the yeah. funny thing is that, you know, his mom even wound up becoming my, my son's godmother. It's a whole other That's story. Whole but We got to come back for part two yeah. for that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, still really early on, life, nothing, not, not a whole lot has happened in our lives mm-hmm. and things like that. And so... Um, it is very interesting how the journey kind of evolves from that yeah. point. But that is the original moment where we first in, kind of encounter each yeah. other. And it's not until many years later that we have a meaningful yeah. conversation. This is after life after. really happens. And I really see. I see. Yeah. So let's go to you both have got married young, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if you could just briefly share when, how old you were when you got married and mm-hmm. how, like, what was the context in which mm-hmm. you met that partner, your partner? Yeah. You know, your your who would become your spouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I got married around twenty two okay. or twenty three at the max. Um, I met my uh first spouse in college. Um And where'd you go to college? I went to Lafayette College Lafayette. in Eastern Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. I was a religious studies major, but like any other college student, you go through a couple majors to figure out what you're really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had, you know, figured it out. But I had had a, quite a journey. I went there um, as a posse scholar. Um, wow. Yeah. She's very intelligent. You got us, man. She is intelligent, man. Yeah. I swear. You she blessed. made me feel slow sometimes. You That's how intelligent she is. Stop it. Listen. Total. Listen. Total. <laughs> Listen. Listen. I'd be like, yo, listen. 
Uh, Seth, her son, man, he be he's only five, and he be and I be like you. You can tell your mother went to Lafayette because I always think you know some mostly intelligent people went to Lafayette for real. And his vocabulary <laughs> is just so like funny. that and just off the chain. <laughs> and she be using them big words, and I be like, man, them SAT she, words. Yeah, you be like, oh wait a minute, let me write that I down. I can tell you passed with flying colors, boo. You so <laughs> funny. I'm for real. Um, but I met him there. Uh, we were in a, we were in a relationship before we got married for some for some years, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, it, yeah, it it wound up, wound up getting a divorce. Uh, uh some year, about, probably about um three four years into the marriage after having our child, um there were definitely some challenges there. But I think that I'm very appreciative of um what that relationship did in terms of helping me to understand better who I am as a woman, um what I need, um mm-hmm. in partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, because marriage, um, marriage is marriage, but love and partnership, mm-hmm. um, though they live in the same house, are not the same person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're two different yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can love someone, but they not be a good partner for mm-hmm. you in particular. That's deep. You can partner with someone that you might not, you know, you're saying be mm-hmm. over the hills. I'm about to just lose my heart on the floor and type in love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get palpitations. I start sweating. Mm-hmm. And this is not the Fenty Beauty. It's like I'm literally sweating type thing. <laughs> you know, and, and I've learned that there's a healthy balance of both. Um, not a love that overwhelms and takes control of you. Um, not saying that that's what that was, but love has to have this beautiful balance of partnership mm-hmm. in order to be healthy for marriage and long term. You know, that is commitment. Deep. So. That's deep. Yeah. So and you had it. You had a child. I did. I had uh-huh. a child um, about uh, a year, a year and a half into marriage. I, I, I had my child, Seth. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he is quite a handful. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that was that. He he was definitely a blessing. And then and then of course you know. Like many mothers, like I had to deal with a lot, you know, in terms of that journey, you know, being married young, mothering really early, trying to figure out how not to compare myself to my grandmother and to my mother or to be compared mm-hmm. to other women, you right. know, at the same time, trying to figure out how to be now married very early into marriage and now also sharing my life with a child mm. at the same time. And so there's a lot of different things like depression that women tend to go through sometimes mm. when they're mothering. Like and postpartum mothering for the first depression. Time, postpartum depression. I also had health issues after. Mm. Um, and so dealing with my own issues, like as adjusting as a mother and dealing with like some of the like depressive feelings that come after along mm. with dealing the challenges that I'm already facing in my relationship. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a lot. It was quite a combination to be like about 24, 25 at a critical moment in your life where you're really beginning to come into some of those fundamental questions about what you want from life. Yes. Not fulfilling somebody else's vision for corporate America or something uh, like that, but I'm thinking about my own life or vision. Church. And what yeah. I, or society. Yeah. All these different iterations that really kind of reinforce or try to redefine or box you in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here I am trying to figure out a lot of different things um, at such a critical moment. Like that that quarter of a century mm-hmm. kind of period is so interesting. And it was in that time that it was one of the darkest periods of my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in a way, uh, one of the most powerful. And so mm-hmm. we're definitely going to talk about that in our channel when we get to the talking mm-hmm. about counseling. Because as difficult that was and as deep of a valley that I found myself going into, 
um, there were just some amazing moments with God right. that I found myself having. The mm. desperation of my worship was like ridiculous. Mm. And I know that it was only my worship and seeking God yeah. and calling him out for who he was when I did not know if I could really feel him crying Girl, you out to make me him. cry. I'm about to I'm run around the road. Look, let me tell you. you tell, let me she, tell she you. She paid a cost over here. Let me tell you, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If yeah. if you allow it, I say it's only a failure if you don't learn anything. Mm -hmm. Anything in life is only a failure if you didn't learn anything. That experience, all those myriad of difficult experiences taught me so much about myself as a human being, mm -hmm. um, but also about my God, mm -hmm. you know, about mm -hmm. who I serve. Um, because I did not think he was listening. Mm -hmm. I did not think he hear, heard me. I thought he was so exceptionally quiet. Wow. during this period of time in my life. And that was one of the hardest things as someone, again, who was brought up in the church. You know, this is a part that the, the church is my identity, but I was beginning to learn more about not just church, right, and mm -hmm. being churched, right, um, the culture of church right. as an edifice, but that as a building, as a group of people. But in terms of the in, intimate individual yes. relationship, mm -hmm. I was beginning to press into that in a way that I'd never expected. Mm -hmm. um, and so there, the hardest parts taught me about some of the most beautiful parts of God. Mm -hmm. You know what That's I mean? That's powerful. And, I mean, and it was hard. I ain't going to lie. Like, I did not know if I would make it. It was really hard. It mm -hmm. was so hard. Mm -hmm. um, but God... But God, wow. but God, mm. he's gonna show you how strong you are. Yeah. Wow. That's you know, so yeah, you got married young as well. I, right? I was younger than she was, I was 19 when you I were got 19. married. I was he 19, was, he was a baby, and, and <laughs> he was a baby. I was 19 at the time, and my former spouse, she was 27. I think okay. at the time that I had got married the first time. Oh, you thought you was grown, mm. didn't you? Yeah, right. And so, yo, fast. There were <laughs> like, I want me a grown, <laughs> grown woman. No, sure. And so, there were many different reasons why I even got married. I yeah. mean, because I dealt with a lot of issues like low self-esteem and mm -hmm. rejection issues. I didn't have many girlfriends. I felt like I was the ugliest dude, like walking the face of the earth. You mm -hmm. follow what I'm saying? And so, the first time that I felt you know, equating physical intimacy, I equated that with love. Uh, and, uh, which a lot right. of people right. mistake that. Uh, right. And love. so oh, we're going to talk about that waiting. Right. In, in our and so, too. you know, yeah. talking about waiting, that's one of the things I wish I would have done. Yeah. You know, a lot of times yeah. when you do wait, you, you do see, you can see a person for who they really are. And so there was a lot of things I missed about, you know, mm -hmm. my last, mm -hmm. um, my last round, my last bout on the merry-go-round. To where, when it comes to her, I, I I function in this relationship totally different than I did the last yeah, time. And my thing is, I wish I would have known then what I know now about relationships, about covenants, about making sure that God is even in the core, in the center of it. And just yes. trying to figure out exactly what it is that he wants out of the relationship. I mean, yeah, you want to be loved. You want to get the God, God, Google eyes and be in yeah. love and take the pictures for Instagram and social mm -hmm. media. But, I mean, when all of <laughs> that is gone away. Because I honestly think, I honestly <laughs> I honestly think she made me look good on Instagram when she in my pictures. She does. Right? I get more likes she when does. she in the pictures. And hello. Yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, when they <laughs> Even though you are handsome, right. she does make you look right. good. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, grab it. <laughs> right. But, I mean, at the end of the day, when the cameras are gone it. away, what do you have as the yeah. foundation? There you go. And so there were a lot of things, even yeah. into, like, not even that far into the marriage, yeah. I started realizing, right? And so not even that. I also got married out of rebellion. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm saying mm -hmm. with my mom and my family because none of Were them. Were you trying to get to away? Happen. Yeah. You, it, so that was a mixture of stuff. Yeah. Like a, a mixture of stuff and like just trying to prove a point. Like it could work. It could work. It could work. 
But sometimes when you do those things and you find yourself so far deep into something, it's like, well, now you in it. I'm in it. And I can't I can't go back to family and tell them what I'm going through because I don't want to hear the I told you so's. Yeah. So you so pride so, got right, in the way. So pride and, got in the way, you know, and then I, and better to marry. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Let better to marry than to burn. Than to burn. I have an issue ooh. with that. I have an issue with that because ooh, ooh. if I'm only marrying you because I want to, you know, have legal sex or, or legal you. physical intimacy, or that's may maybe how some people interpret right, that. Right. Yeah. But some people interpret it that way. Mm-hmm. Right. If but I, it may be, mm-hmm. you know, it yeah. could be like some people do need to be married. Right. No. But, no. No. But yeah. I'm. But following where I'm going right. though, if I'm only marrying you because I want to do that no, legally, I get you. If yeah. I, if, because I want to do that legally, then I have a bigger problem. Now I got self control, uh, the discipline issue uh, as it relates to my yeah. flesh. Because just because I get married and I had that legal right to do mm-hmm. that, that doesn't mean it's going to stop me from looking at this one and looking at that one out there. That's if right. I so if I for the right. for the past right. five years, <laughs> right. Right. getting so, married is not right. gonna just right. it's not going to make it just disappear. Right now, mind you, right now, mind you, what I'm going what I'm going through. Yeah, as you know. Y'all know my story, right? Because yeah. I wrote the book about my porn addiction. So, mm-hmm. mind you, I was getting married. I, I was getting married at the time, still engaging in that addiction, right? right? And so right. I had I had physical intimacy, whether it be with another person or myself, at my leisure, right? So imagine going through all of that, being married for what six or seven years. By the time mm-hmm. it was over with, mm-hmm. right? Because you still had and the separation, young. and, and young. I was young, young, right? So now, when I'm in a relationship with her, I, I don't do any of that. I don't even go back to the addiction or none of that. Mm-hmm. And so now the Lord deals with me the most about my discipline and self-control in that area. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we all have, you know, desires, but I love God more. I love her, but I love God more. And I want to make sure I honor him and anything that I'm in mm-hmm. is going to honor him ultimately, because I don't want him to, you know, to, 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 to backdoor. I don't want to mm-hmm. backdoor a situation or yeah. backdoor a marriage because, oh, you know, I've been doing it all this time. And then, mm-hmm. no, I want to make sure any and everything we do, you do it the right way. Because yeah. how can I preach Jesus and preach God and preach, you know, the word if I'm not living it? That's what is integrity? Integrity is doing doing the right thing when nobody's looking. Mm. So I always want to make sure I honor him. But, I mean, you know. Would you say, like, I think one of the reasons, too, I think one challenge yeah. um, of marrying young can be... Um, you're if you get married sometimes young mm-hmm. um, and it's a very unique thing to marry very young. Right. And it's mm-hmm. also a very unique thing to, to marry when you're very accustomed to your own habits and preferences. You have never had to be forced to compromise and all that. Mm-hmm. But when you marry young, especially in, in like those like pre 30s. Right. Um, your sense of self, uh, your self-awareness, it's almost like if you. You have to be very thoughtful about how you take that journey mm. um, because you could find yourself giving yourself. T- imagine me giving you a gift and I didn't really look inside of it to see how value it was, mm. valuable it was. I look at your reaction to my gift to assume and decide how valuable what I gifted you with was. Like, how and, do you whether, give a, and if they could handle right, it. Right. I'm giving you my gift and I'm going to let you tell me how valuable what I gave you is, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to you knowing, soul searching, uh. you know, having some life experiences that really help to cultivate your sense of self and what you want and what you need and things like that. Now, I'm not against 
young marriage. I think that in oh, God's yeah. time, God's time is God's time. Yeah. If it's your grace period, you better you better function, you better work it out, <laughs> you better do what you got to do. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's some very unique challenges that you experience when you marry young. Yeah. Um, but wow. you definitely have to be committed to being with someone who's a partner. Again, not just love. Love is a feeling. Mm-hmm. Partnership is a commitment. One is a feeling. One is a behavior. Two different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And because so, not even you talk about partnership, but yeah. a lot of people are married to people. And, you know, yeah, I, I married you. A lot of t- this is the problem. We make uh, long term decisions off of temporary feelings. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Right. And so because I love you and, and, and we all, you know, giddy, giddy now. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, I'm doing things in the moment. But when we take our emotions out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And one thing I learned, you know, because her, her father is my pastor. So one of the things I learned because I'm like his right hand man. So mm-hmm. on Sundays, I get to see a lot of things that a lot of people don't. Right. On Sundays yeah. preparing when he goes up to preach and all yeah, that. And him. so one of the things I learned, the lessons I learned from him is taking your emotions out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like take your emotions out of it and look at it for what it is mm-hmm. and evaluate everything. And so, um, you know, taking taking my emotions out of it, when we stop making uh, long term decisions off of temporary feelings, we can look at everything for what it is, even mm-hmm. at a relationship, because a lot of people are married to people. But you get to a point to where I don't even like you as a person. Mm-hmm. And that becomes dangerous. Yeah. Like, yeah, we married, we didn't got into this, but you know, I don't even like mm-hmm. nothing about your character. Uh-huh. Even even those days mm-hmm. to where when when your humanity gets the best of you, mm-hmm. like, can I really say I still love you though? Like, mm-hmm. I still like you. You mm-hmm. know, even though you did yeah. a, you, did, you did something off and so jacked up, but I still love you because yeah. I find qualities about you when that mm-hmm. when that physical stuff fades away what does. can i find to draw myself to say you know what that's boo right there that's babe right there so on that note yeah i want to know so can you tell us what is it like how how did you know because you had come out of a very you yeah. know traumatic chaotic type of um mm-hmm. you know confusing perhaps um mm-hmm. marriage mm-hmm. experience in, initially and you have children as well mm-hmm. so how did you know that Lamika was the one that you wanted to or that you knew mm-hmm. that you would move forward that you're going to move forward to yeah. for a long term yeah. in, in, in so, marriage so it's, it actually started even before I met my ex man mind you I knew nothing about dreams visions prophecies the prophetic and how God uses those things to relay revelations and messages and so not long after I had met her I used to get these little visions of her and I working together being together but so it you was would odd. see her in right. your visions but it was okay. odd because, and you knew who it was right it was oh, clear okay. but okay. it was odd because her and I didn't talk I you know, we, we, that's deep. Yeah, we, we didn't talk. We it didn't have sense. any. I didn't have her phone number. Mm-hmm. I found yeah. out not long after I met her that she was dating her now ex husband. So I was like, oh, you know, and I would see, and I would he's come like, to the a church. Years older, so yeah. Like, so oh, I was like, already I'm feeling about older. myself. I was like, man, she wouldn't like nobody like me anyway. So mm-hmm. I would just disregard a lot of that stuff. But it wasn't until after the whole separation, About 10 years you know later what I'm saying, almost. going through all of that. Mm-hmm. And that stuff started coming back up again. And then her face just kept popping up in my, you know, my head and my visions uh-huh. and stuff. And I'm like, God, why is that? And this one day, me and my cousin, we were going, coming from Chuck E. Cheese out of Waldorf. And um, I had just preached at the church because I had I had got an invite to preach at the church. Mm-hmm. And I, I was telling my cousin on the ride home, I don't know why Lamika's face keeps popping up in my head. Like, <laughs> and, like the Lord keeps showing me, I, I'm not getting married again. I don't know what this is about. I you know, listen, listen, listen. And it. within five <laughs> minutes, within five minutes of me saying that, my phone went off okay. and it was a message from her. But it wasn't like she was trying to holler at me, get my number. She was Uh venting about what she had gone through. That was November of 2016, and the rest is history. Yeah. 
And that's amazing. so at that yeah. moment, it was like, okay, God, what are you trying to do? Yeah. I, I'm going to follow with it. I'm going to flow with it. I'm going to rock. This is how I talk to God. I'm going to rock with you, you mm-hmm. know, but just mm-hmm. reveal it in your time, kind of like. And yeah. And I, had dis- like, I, yeah. And I had yeah. discovered, you know, I didn't reach out to him like while he was like married, but I discovered that he was also going through his old like divorce process and things like that. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, that's so crazy. Um, I was, <coughs> he had preached an awesome word. It really resonated with me. It was about changing your posture and to worship, get the most yeah. out of your relationship with God. And I was having a difficult time with something, so I reached out to him to get a word. And which I gave her. Which I he did. did. It was when nothing going down. What nothing going on in the DM? The word of God was going on in the DM. Chilling. Yeah. None of that. I love it. Yeah. I love nothing. It. And so I was just trying to get a word because he he. He was so, see, he is so anointed. He gave mm-hmm. an awesome word. Yes, he is. And I was like, you know, I was like, I said, maybe Reverend Carroll got a word for me. This is literally, and I actually had a conversation with my sister. I was like, I'm going through this thing. Reverend Carroll preached an awesome word. Should I send him a message? Is that okay? Like, you know, I, I wasn't sure or whatever. She was like, she said, yeah. She said, he probably do got a word. He did preach an awesome sermon. So I did. And then the connection was like, I've known him. Like it didn't yeah. have to like you it, knew him for and it didn't pop off right away. It didn't pop off right away because we were still both very, you know, we that you know trying to be appropriate yeah. and keep our church nice. Church, church the man, the church hug, church hug, church, hug, hug, church hand shake, you know what I'm saying? We gonna hug with man. with the palm, the tips of our fingers, type you uh-huh. know interactions. And so it wasn't until like a couple weeks later we interacted again, some way somehow, and it the the like. The chemistry was just very natural. Genuine, very organic. Very nice. genuine, very, very organic. Nice. It was nice. like I'd known, I was like, yo, it feels like I've known you for years. Mm-hmm. And I just really actually had a meaningful interaction with you. Yeah. And it was crazy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And so over the, the last couple of years, yeah. you know, I've been able to see her for who she mm-hmm. really is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and if I think the problem with the church sometimes, especially as preachers, and I could talk about them because I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. We like to bash people over the head to say, don't have sex before marriage or don't do this. You know, why? Because, oh, the Bible says so. That's it. Uh, but, but if you explain it to them and show them the benefit, then people can catch it. Like, I can tell you, don't have sex before marriage because you get to see the person for who they are. I get to them, see your character. I get mm-hmm. to see you for you. Yeah. I get mm-hmm. to love you and, 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 and experience you as a person. So that way, when we do get in those disagreements, right, I, I have something to lean back on to say, hey, you know, I know we had this disagreement. Mm-hmm. That but, foundation. Right, that, that foundation. And, it's, mm-hmm. and, and so yeah. if, if if the one lesson that I can teach anybody that's engaged, you're dating, mm-hmm. courting, whatever, that's that's the one thing I can, I, I can mm-hmm. you know, share. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, you all also have a YouTube channel, right? Yes, yes we, we do. do. Yeah, so tell us really tell us about that. You can find us on YouTube. Yes. Uh, Carol's Ever After. Yes. We have a couple of videos up, and of course, you will be able to find this awesome interview. Awesome um, interview. And uh, you can also find us if you want. And do turn on your notifications and subscribe. Yeah, turn the notifications on. Subscribe <laughs> but you can it. also find us on Instagram, um, MikaBear88. Yes. Um, and I am Deontay Carroll, D-O-N-T-E-C-A-R-R-O-L-L. I one love man. it. I love yes. it. And we didn't get to, we're going to have to visit the, we will have to have you back so we can talk about the engagement story oh. and which I saw the the video on Instagram mm. and it seemed very emotional and 
very uplifting and inspiring, mm-hmm. right? It's just one of those precious moments in life. Wow. Um, but we wish you all great success. And I just, I can, I can tell that you both have God at the center. And with that, you will be very successful. And I know your children are very, very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just really looking forward to the ministry and the ministries um, that God has for you yeah. now and in the, in the near future. So thank y'all for being here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. This is your girl Yazzie Speaks on Millennial Minds. Till next time, peace.